Hey everybody, and welcome to the 16th episode of EA Radio. I'm Scott from Extraordinary Adventures, and this week I thought we'd have a little bit of fun. Um, get to know your friendly neighborhood travel planner. Yes, it's me. Um, one of the things that I, I firmly believe in is, is having a more personal relationship with my service providers, my product people. Um, I don't feel like you can put your faith in something so personal as a travel plan um, in someone that you don't really know, in somebody that is distant or anonymous or like an online travel agency, not to knock the, them, Expedia and Orbitz and all these things, but you know, that's very transactional. So if you're gonna be in a, in, a, in a position like mine, you're in a very personal business. And I feel like I would wanna to get to know my travel planner. I would wanna like make sure that he was in my corner, understood my needs, and I think the best way to do that is to, once in a while, be a little silly, um, be a little quote-unquote unprofessional, and share some stuff about yourself. I think this whole idea from 30, 40, 50 years ago, professionalism, I think it's gone out the window. In this day of social media, um, instant access, access to everything, you have to stand out in some way. And the way that I think the best way to stand out is to be incredibly genuine, to be transparent, honest, connect with your folks. Um, and that's something I do. Um, you'll see if you're not yet a client, uh, my clients already can attest to this, um, I become Facebook friends with you. Uh, I give you access to me. I give, uh, I like access to you. I like to see what you're up to. I like for you to see what I'm up to. Um, this way, if you have a question 11 o'clock at night, if I'm sitting there, you know, watching TV or whatever, usually I'll answer your question 11 o'clock at night. I don't, I don't have those hard and fast nine to five Monday to Friday hours. Um, you know, I, I respect your privacy and your time and you respect mine and that's it. I mean, it's a, it's a great relationship. But I think you only get that through creating rapport. So I thought today would be fun to, again, tell you things that help you to get you to know your friendly neighborhood travel planner. That's me. So 15 things you may or may not know about me. Let's get started. First one, I think everybody knows this one, but the single most important thing in my life is my wife, Laura. We've been together, I was 18, she was 17. That was 26 years ago, so you do the math, figure out our ages. Um, we were babies. I mean, truly, really, really young. We we went to different high schools um, on Long Island, um, met each other, what was called Cruising Hempstead Turnpike, uh, side of the road, parking lot, a bunch of kids would hang out and, and meet people and date and whatever, and that's how we met. Um, it was a great it was a great first month. She was supposed to leave to go to Indiana, and we just fell in love and have been in love ever since. She came right back one month later and said, uh, I'm not leaving him. And her father was upset and her mother was upset and everybody's, everybody was upset. But, you know, we clearly showed them, uh, proved them wrong because, uh, you know, our wedding song is You're Still the One by Shania Twain because she's still the one. And I'm, I'm happy to say that we are, have beaten the odds of divorce in this country. Um, I think it's, again, because of my, my philosophy, our, her philosophy of the way we connect with people, being genuine, having open communication and transparency, the same thing I do with my clients, we do with each other. So I think that has made for a really, really open, honest environment that has um, allowed for the flourishing of, our, of two people who be, were, were children and grew up into adults and did alongside each other. And that was, uh, I think, a very powerful thing for us. Um, the number, number two thing that you may or may not know about me, I'm a big dog guy. I uh, had shepherds a lot as a kid, and I've had labs um, as, as an adult. Um, 
I think dogs are so important in human lives. I think that they add something that, I mean, cats are sweet and nice, and bunnies are sweet and nice, and, and I, you know, all, all the pets that you love, you're whatever. Dogs, and there's a lot of science to you know back this up, there's a connection between a human and a dog. And I, I couldn't imagine my life um, without my dogs. I've had dogs since I was a baby. Since I, Before I was born, my parents had Dolly, then we had um, Buster, then we got Chrissy, then we had Tara, then we got Spanky. And Spanky died right around the time when I was leaving my house. Um, my wife and I got our first dog together, that was Sammy. We got him a brother, that was Rex. And they both passed on and we got two new boys, Albert and Brody. And many of you may know Albert, he comes up a lot in my post. And now we have uh, Huck and Eddie to add to the list. Um, many of you probably seen pictures of them as well and posted them as well. Um, we like to take them places and, and um, I tag them and things because they have their own Facebook page, of course. I mean, what dog doesn't? Um, so that's that's my dogs. Um, the other thing you might not know about us is that uh, Laura and I are bikers. Not uh, bicyclists, but bikers. We both own Harley-Davidson motorcycles. Um, we've had them for five, six years now. Um, we do all the biker type stuff. Go to events and go to the Biketoberfest and Bike Week out in Daytona. Um, yeah, we live the biker lifestyle. It's... Um, you know, that typical, uh, I wouldn't call it midlife crisis because I've wanted a, a bike since I was a, a child. I was a very small boy in Queens, and Queens, New York, and my cousin, I forget his name, uh, somebody, literally drove his motorcycle right into the living room. And I was like, okay, that's for me. And I knew that since I was small, single digits. Um, and it took me like 40, well, 30-something years to, uh, to finally get around to getting one. So I've been a biker at heart my whole life, and then my wife got on back and for several months and said, okay, that's for the birds, and got her own. She had never dreamed about being a, bike, a biker, but loves it, loves the lifestyle, likes hanging out, uh, likes riding. So it's, it's, it's a little fun fact about us that many people don't know. Um, here's a fun fact that is um, going to maybe strike you as odd. I went to college, like everyone else, undergrad, Hofstra, Hofstra University. Um, and then someone along the way decided I wanted to be a chiropractor. Um, and like kids do, my wife and I kind of decided this together and we both jumped in. We went down to Life University in Atlanta, Georgia, a little place called Marietta right outside of Atlanta. And we went to school to become doctors. Uh, she finished like 75, 80% of the program. Um, I finished like 99% of the program. The only thing I had left to do was some clinic work and three other board exams. I had already done one. So I was literally at the finish line and decided to stop. And that's a whole other story. Someday you can maybe ask me in person, we'll talk about that. But it wasn't for me. Long story short, it wasn't for me. Um, so we bailed out of that. And that was kind of when we got into the restaurant industry, um, which I guess now is a, is a good segue. I'll skip number five and jump to number six and then come back to number five, which of course you don't know the order. So I didn't have to just say any of that. <laughs> um, so yeah, after that, we, we didn't know what to do, kind of floundered a little bit and just got jobs. Um, we were 24, 25 years old. Um, but it led into a career. Um, my wife and I both became bartenders and, and servers and got into management and did the whole nine yards. And at some point, we actually even opened our own uh, bakery cafe. We had our own restaurant right here in Dr. Phillips, uh, Turkey Lake and Sand Lake, Road, Sand Lake Road near the Whole Foods. Uh, we were there for about four years. Uh, loved it. It was great. It was fabulous. The critics loved us. Uh, we had, it was New York style pastries and bagels and some sandwiches and stuff. Um, but after doing it for, like I said, three, four years, realized that too was not for us. Um, 
did teach us a lot about running a business, taught us that we love running a business, but taught us that we didn't want to work 16 hours a day, seven days a week, um, and that we needed to find something that we could take our passion and take our, our connect, you know, our, our desire to connect with people and be involved with people um, and, and do something with it differently. So we closed that down, went back to what we knew, bartending. Uh, she and I both worked, and she still does work at Disney. Uh, she was a fine dining server, or is a fine dining server, and I uh, was a bartender, a high-volume bartender at Downtown Disney. Uh, we did very, very well, and that gave us um, the ability to travel because it gave us a lot of time off throughout the year, and it we made pretty good money for um, for those jobs. Uh, you you got to remember Disney, so it's high volume and it's high ticket prices. So that's when our love of travel started. You know, several years ago, um, uh, probably more than several at this point. It's been a while. Um, we started with cruises, and then we we went to England and Germany and and Mexico, and like we went everywhere, and we just loved it. Um, and that's kind of obviously a foreshadow into what we now do for a living. Um, but that's, that's, that was that. Owned a, owned a cafe, um, became bartender after, after chiropractic school. And then somewhere along the way, um, we were going to head to Germany and I decided I wanted to learn German. So that's fact number seven that you may or may not know about me is I eat Brecken ein bisschen Deutsch. It means I speak a little German. I've been studying for, uh, oh, years and, um, I still sound like an idiot to myself. I don't know. I really just need to go live there for a few months and get immersed and sound better. But it's a very, very hard language. But uh, no excuses. I also, yo hablo un poquito español también. I speak uh, a little more Spanish. I think I'm more comfortable in Spanish than I am in German. But I think I know more German than I knew Spanish. I just came up learning Spanish. And so it's more comfortable for me. So that's that's a little fact. Um, here's a quick one. Favorite band. My favorite band has always been two bands. Since I'm 12, 13 years old, it's always been between Metallica. Yes, I'm a bit of a hard rocker guy. And Led Zeppelin. A little bit softer rocker, but uh, those two bands back and forth, you know, throughout the years, I'll sway one way or the other. Those have been the two bands for me for uh, 30 years. That have been my, nothing's toppled the two of them. My uh, favorite book ever. If you haven't heard about it, it's called Atlas Shrugged by Ayn Rand. Uh, there was a survey done years ago. Uh, influential people. Uh, New York, it was the New York, Library of Congress and somebody else got together and did the survey of these influential people, like senators, business owners, like these, these people, right? And they said, hey, what's the most influential book ever? And of course, top of the list was the Bible. When you think influential, good, bad, different, influential, the Bible, clearly. The number two book that made the list was Atlas Shrugged. I said, okay, I got to read this book. And it really was a great book. It, it's, it's a life-changing book. It changes the way you think about things, and uh, I highly recommend it. Uh, favorite movie? My favorite movie, like my favorite band, um, is is two, uh, but it's really one and the same. It's The Godfather. It may sound cliche, but it is Godfather one and two. I don't even recognize the existence of number three. Um, Godfather one and two are absolutely my favorite. I go back and forth as to which one is my favorite. I probably lean towards two. Um, I loved Michael in that. I, um, uh, what's his name? Al Pacino in that. Michael Corleone was so psychopathic and evil and amazing uh, that it's like, oh my god. But um, it was great. It was a great movie. Um, in the booze world, I'm a big Scotch guy, single malt, um, and I'm a big beer person. And I don't mean just pounding Bud Lights, although my refrigerator is full of Bud Lights. Um, no, I'm, uh, we're, we're, uh, we're, Laura and I are both a bit of a beer snob uh, household. Um, she likes her IPAs, and I like my more multi-forward beers, like the Germans or the English. Um, so that's that's our, our beer side. On She's a big wine person. She was studying to become a sommelier. I don't know if she's still doing that or not. Uh, she may. She may pick it up again in the future, but she really loves her wine. Um, and then she's a gin person. 
So, so we like going over to England, Ireland, Scotland because England and Scotland are very much known for their gin. Obviously, Scotland is where Scotch is from. So that's a big, a big thing for me. Uh, I love that. Favorite food. Favorite food is going to have to be, even though I grew up in New York, which is basically Jewish and Italian, somewhere along the line, my favorite food became Mexican food. Obviously, I like kosher delis, and I like Italian food, and I like New York Chinese, and I like hot dogs. I, I like all the New York foods. I like, I like it all. But Mexican, by far, is my favorite, is my favorite food. Um, okay, you're not supposed to. My father said, don't ever talk about religion or politics. Well, I'm not going to talk about religion, but I will talk quickly about politics. I am a libertarian. That's as quick as I'm going to say. I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I'm, not, I'm a libertarian. That's it. Now you got to know me. So whether you hate me or like me for that, you know, we, we're, we're more connected now because you know where I stand politically. Um, here's an interesting fact for you. Uh, how does a person who sells travel, who sells travel planning, who travels himself, how does that person whose destination focus is Germany, England, Ireland, Scotland, as well as the rest of Europe, how does that person hate flying? Yep, I'm in the camp of people who hate flying. I absolutely would love to just take the Cunard uh, transatlantic over and then do my Europe thing and then take my transatlantic back if I could. It's more about time than it is about money because those transatlantics are not really that expensive, but you'd have to dedicate like a month of travel because it takes four, five, six, seven days to get over there, four, five, six, seven days to get back. So you're dedicating, you know, 10 days to two weeks just getting there and back. So you have to fly and I hate it. There's a fact. Now I'm up to the 15th and final fact that you may or may not know about me and that is, I am a cruise addict. I would be on a cruise ship eh, 26 weeks out of the year. So yeah, half the year if I could, I'd be on a cruise ship. Uh, Caribbean, river cruise, uh, expedition cruise, Alaska cruise, you name it, if I could be on a cruise ship, I'd be a happy man. I love cruising, I think that, I think that for, for two purposes. One, I think that hedonistically, I think that's just a really laid back, fun vacation, go down the Caribbean, jump on Royal and the region, whoever, whoever you like. I just think it's a great value as well. I mean, you, everything's included. It's 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 amazing. But then there's the other side. The flip side is the more philosophical side. And the expedition and river cruises and the small ship cruises and the sailboat cruises, um, they get you to ports that you could not get to with these big guys. Um, you got to remember the world grew up on the waterways, whether that was ocean or earlier on rivers. So where did all the great towns and cities spring up on coasts and on, on rivers so you can get to much of the places you want to get to via a boat so i say why not if you don't know anything about river cruises and you might be surprised to know that oftentimes you get dropped off right in the heart of a city so instead of going to the airport then driving an hour to get to that city or using a, a cruise ship like a mass a mass market one like royal or something like that where you then port and then you got to take an hour to get into these cities these river boats go right into the heart you step off and you're in the action so I, and that, to me, I, you can't beat that. So between the hedonism and the connect, connecting and, and the immersion that I just, I just love cruising. I'm never going to stop cruising. So that's that. All right. So that's my 15. You, you heard about my wife and Laura and my dogs and my Harley and my chiropractic school and that we owned a bakery cafe and that I was a bartender and that I speak ein bisschen Deutsch and that I like Metallica and Zeppelin. Uh, Atlas Shrugged, my favorite book. Godfather 1 and 2, my favorite movie. Booze, Scotch and Beer, a Scotch and Beer man. I'm probably going to go have a beer or as soon as I get done recording this. Um, Mexican food's my favorite. I'm a libertarian who hates flying but loves cruising. So that's it. So that's the show for today. Now you know a little bit about me. Uh, 
Email me back, scott at myextraordinaryadventures.com. Tell me why you love the things I love or hate the things I hate. You know, hate, hate the things I love. Um, and tell me what you love and hate. I would love to hear about my audience. I'd love to hear about my clients. Um, and that's that. So I hope you enjoyed the show for today. Definitely give me a, an email. Um, if you do, I'll read your email on the air uh, like we did last week with, uh, I think it was George from Lakeland, if I recall. Um, and you just, I'll, I'll say your, your first name and where you're from, and uh, we'll read your email. So until next time, this is, again, Scott from Extraordinary Adventures. I'm thanking you for tuning in and reminding you to please share this show on Facebook and Twitter. Remember, we are now on iTunes and Google Play, so it's very easy to just share the link. It's, uh, it's EA Radio. Uh, EA Travel Radio. So, well, I'll get you. I'll get you. You would think that I would know. It's EA Radio travel podcast ea radio travel podcast and you can find that on google and itunes okay so how professional was that that i don't even know the name i don't think all right guys now you got that you learned that about me as well that sometimes i don't know my own stuff <laughs> all right until next time spread the word we'll catch you on the next episode of ea radio stay tuned ciao